Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Hey, good morning. Thank you. Keeping the Charlotte Metro awake this morning. (laughs) (laughs) This is Good Morning BT. Wednesday morning. Not the last day of February, though. That's tomorrow because it's a leap year. Time to bring on one of our favorite people. Been with us since the very beginning. Founder of Fortalist Solutions, longtime cybersecurity expert. And you see her on the Today, the Today Show and Good Morning America and all over the place, but always making time for us. Teresa Payton, good morning to you. Good morning, Bo and Beth. I hope you're both doing great. What a gorgeous morning in Charlotte today. Yeah, it's downright balmy out there today. Uh, we got into a long discussion yesterday on the show, as we are prone to do sometimes. Uh, and it's a story that I wanted to uh, at least bring up with you, because it's certainly not something uh, foreign to our conversations. In fact, you're the one who uh, who uh, put the put it on our radar uh, several years ago about deepfake technology, and we've been talking about AI and how AI has uh, taken over I mean, you look at the uh, the NVIDIA stock this past week. But yesterday, we were talking about a, an article uh, by New Scientist magazine, uh, which says that uh, you will soon be able to resurrect, so to speak, loved ones as AI ghosts uh, and and talk to people who have, who have passed on using things like uh, emails, texts, and uh, other forms of AI to create uh, maybe down the road like a hologram image, but at least right now, um, AI conversations uh, that would you know be like a normal text or, or an email. And, and we had phone call after phone call about whether or not you'd want to do that. Now, the other thing I should tell you is, is that uh, you know, Beth brought this article to my attention, and it just so happened to be yesterday on the eight-year anniversary that Beth lost her mom. Um, So we were talking to people about whether or not uh, this would be something that you'd want to do. Um, And it's not, like I said, the technology's here. It's just going to get easier to do. But I wanted to get your response. And I sent you the same article because, like I said, we started talking about this whole notion uh, way back when we were talking with you one day. Yeah, I mean, I think for anyone who's lost a loved one, you know, those memories are so precious and they're bittersweet because we love them and we love that the memory came back to us because we get to spend, you know, kind of reminisce about the time with them, but then we realize they're gone. And so this is a very tough area and it's very personal. You know, everybody handles grief and the loss of a loved one differently. And so I'm, I definitely don't want to put judgment out there around anybody who says, I'm going to use AI so that my deceased parent, loved one, um, can, can talk to me in the mornings and wish me a, a good morning, which is something that is now possible. You can go through old voice recordings, um, photographs and things like that, and you could sort of recreate a collage, a memory, and homage to them, um, as well as potentially interact with them with generative AI like a chat GPT. So this technology is available. I think that the warning and the caution would be, um, if you end up interacting with it on a regular basis, 
uh, the medical profession is concerned about what it might do to your to your mental health. And so I, I just would say the technology is there. Um, everybody goes through loss differently. And so if you do want to use this technology, um, just, you know, make sure you're also taking care of your mental health and your mental and be very aware of sort of your mental state when you interact with this technology to resurrect a loved one. Now, when it comes to technology, of course, technology always making headlines. But yesterday, the uh, Supreme Court was hearing arguments, oral arguments about um, a Texas law, Florida law, or regulations on social media and whether or not they were constitutional. And this comes on the heels of another headline about um, technology, basically Google inventing fake reviews to smear a book about big tech. So the power of social media and how we can regulate it. I was imagining that you were probably uh, paying close attention to this Supreme Court case because of what it could mean for social media, freedom of speech, all of the issues that come into play when it comes to big tech, whether it be our freedom of speech or the freedoms of the technology companies themselves. It's such a complicated issue. It is such a complicated issue. And and I do have to say, like, shame on shame on the lawmakers of this country that they basically kicked it to the Supreme Court to look at this case. I mean, the Supreme Court doesn't create laws. It interprets the laws already on the books. And so um, the, the fact that this issue had to go up to the Supreme Court because the social media companies are falling down on the job and our lawmakers are falling down on the job, they're, they're, they're failing us on this issue. So freedom of speech does need to be protected. But the, the, I think the overarching question is who is making the decision on does everybody equitably get freedom of speech? Or are the social media companies putting their thumb down on certain, you know, on the scale, so to speak, for certain freedom of speech? Of course, that's naturally protected and free. But this freedom of speech, we don't like. So maybe it's not. And so I think that is the question the court is going to be wrestling with. Um, And this is going to be a tough one. It's not going to be an easy one. Um, But to your point, Beth, trusted, vetted news sources like WBT and other news sources are actually more important now than ever because people are looking at social media feeds. They're thinking they're looking at news feeds. They're not looking at real news feeds. Sometimes they're seeing snippets of real news feeds. I just want everybody to just take a breath and you go to those trusted, vetted news sources, go to the news media, check multiple different sources before you make your decisions on how you're going to vote and where you're going to conduct business in sort of your personal life and your work life. And just understand the social media platforms are still the wild, wild west Mm -hmm. as far as what is curated news and information. i got 30 seconds, but you mentioned this last week. And, uh, you know, NVIDIA, uh, it briefly hit $2 trillion in market value uh, for the first time late last week. And there's a Reuters article that basically describes it like this. Its rapid ascent in the past year has led analysts to draw parallels to the picks and shovels providers had during the gold rush of the 1800s. Uh, you mentioned NVIDIA last week as we were going out, so I want to mention it one more time because what a week it's been. What a week it's been. I'll just say, for anybody who hasn't had a chance to read the origin story of NVIDIA, they started out in a Denny's here in America. So if you get a chance <laughs> to read the story, it's very heartwarming. I, I'm sure they're scratching their heads, too, right now, saying, what is going on with our stock? 
Well, uh, we'll stop it there, but we'll keep uh, track, uh, keep our eyes on it and in touch with you as always. We appreciate the time, Teresa Payton. Beth and Bo, it's my favorite time of the week. Great to be with you, and be safe out there.